Welcome, everybody, to our newest project, Word to the Wise, with your co-hosts, Naomi Seifu and Ebenezer Toddella. We are so excited to bring you guys our unique perspectives and insights to help us all kind of understand everything that's going on in our world to the best that we can, which includes the good, the bad, and sometimes ugly, mm-hmm. with hopes that we can all walk away with some more wisdom, right? Absolutely. Especially in this time, we basically, I feel like halfway through summer, we're definitely halfway through the year, it's feeling real, real crazy. What a time to be alive. Shout oh, out to us. Oh, is that like a shout out? A little, little nugget. A little plug. A little throw back to us. Follow us on SoundCloud. Where were we during this time? Oh, if we do a whole little holistic background, listen, we are the original co-creators of What a Time to Be Alive in Addis which was a podcast that we um, created in our time in Ethiopia while we were the first cohort group of the Ethiopian Diaspora Fellowship. So um, if you know, you know. If you didn't, now you do. Make sure to check it Make out. Make sure to check it Very out. Very entertaining. This one's going to be a little bit more of an adultish. Yeah, but more still, grown. Yeah, more grounded. Mature. Yeah, for sure. But still going to have that zest, that barbare with that, and a little bit of meat um, But for me right now, it's yeah, feeling like... How, like how have you been doing? It's crazy. It's crazy just trying to like, you have those times where it's like the days are all the same, mm-hmm. right? But it's like the world is also, everything's happening super quickly. So you're just like in this weird limbo, like, especially with the virus, virus is coming back, popping back up on us. Yeah. She it's said, she said we owed her some money. So she came back early. She said, you thought. Yeah, you thought. And we did. Because, as you know, as someone who works in uh, media, right, or in news, that it's supposed to come back the second wave in the fall or the winter? No, it's supposed, this was projected, projected to come back a little harder in the winter, or start a little bit in the fall and into the winter with the flu tying in, but... But check her out. She came back in full effect early. Yeah. She came out of early retirement, and so... Yeah. It's I mean, it's also all the, all the holidays and stuff. Ah, yeah, I didn't even think of that because it's especially the summertime is like it feels like this is a time for us to be out and do and to like, but yeah, for sure. I guess it would feel a little bit different if we already were inside, like in the winter, but it's crazy. Just trying to keep our head up, but in this meantime, also trying to be productive, right? It was funny because when I first, when the, um, when the, the lockdowns first started happening, there was all this kind of like, um, performance guilt like you had to like be hyper um, achieving productive excuse me yeah. like always productive always on the go and if you weren't you weren't using your time yeah you were a loser you're gonna be broke forever your grandma's gonna spit on your grave no. type of thing and then you <laughs> then you had this also this way other side was like yo bum life faux life you know what I'm saying yeah. and but it's like well, how do you find that balance for sure there is times where you need to be a bum in your physical location, but a bum, right? Like you just, there's nothing that you're really worried about. You're sleeping in, lay, eating those hot Cheeto puffs on the couch with your, with one sock on. But there's other times where you got to be really productive. So I've been trying to mix a little bit both. I, I personally work in, I'm a real estate consultant. I also launched my own consultancy company. Shout out to us, Fiati Consulting. We're going worldwide. What's Fiati stand for? Listen, for, Fiati stands for Flip It and Tumble It. I want to use this two dynamics of both from the streets and from the Bible, right? The idea the of the Bible. Yes, girl, come on, we oh, sanctify wow, over I didn't here. Know this. Listen, let me give you a little word, real quick, a little sermon. 
you know the story of the um, master who gave his different servants different coins, right? right? One of the servants dug the coin in the hole and he was like, yo, I don't know what to do with it. I was tripping off you. I was scared. So I just gave it back to you, right? And it was understanding that God gives us skills and abilities and it's our, it's our expectation and responsibility. responsibility to flip that, right? To take one to make it a three, take three to make it, and just keep it rolling it up. So I want to use that perspective also in the streets. You ready now? Shout out to the Migos. We flip it and tumble it. We never fumble it on this side. But using that kind of ideas and helping small businesses, medium-sized businesses, and startups create and manage their brand and business. And so that's something that I've been doing during the summer with some of my clients. Shout out to y'all. Y'all are killing it on the game right now. We're about to go worldwide, international, galactical. So we've been excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What about you? Yeah, I think it kind of ties into what you were saying. I think I've seen a lot of this on Twitter in the beginning where, you know, people were condemning you for not being proactive Mm -hmm. and not using this time to pour into your passions. But, you know, quarantine and all all of this that I've been experiencing has really taught me to, number one, feel, be in tune with my emotions, be mature about my emotions Mm. and how I feel, express them in in the most wise way that you can, and okay, now what do you do with that? Mm-hmm. And, and learn how to move forward in that light. And so for me, in the beginning, it was really hard. It was really hard. Uh, some of you may not know, we were supposed to be getting married in September. And so, you know, everything was planned to the T. We had everything ready for the summer in regards to bachelor, bachelorette party, wedding shower, and just the time of, like, just enjoying the rest of the season and entering into marriage. Counseling that we started, which will still continue. We're so blessed with our marriage counselor. But all in all, it was just a really hard realization to come to that we, we, we had to make a decision. We had to act in selflessness. We had to make sure we were doing the best for us and for the people we love and care about. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, you know, too, like it was, it was really emotional. It was hard for us to come to that decision. And that really was the focus of my first part Mm-hmm. of quarantine that was really the focus can't i'm sure you can agree uh, listen i've been yeah. there i've seen it i had yeah. to be the, the passenger and the and this and, and you the had driver. to experience it yourself too because you're getting, sure. you're getting married as well and you have those feelings too definitely definitely i think and i and, and that brings up an interesting perspective like how we were experiencing the same thing but like how did we process the it's, thing it'll right? of course be different a lot of it was the same but a lot of some of it was different mm-hmm. too i think like you're saying like like sitting with your emotions and like you're doing a lot of this kind of like yeah. which made me which made me have to I, I like i didn't talk to my friends a lot mm-hmm. i didn't spend i mean obviously you can't spend time with people because you're quarantining but i just wasn't being really intentional with my friendships and mm-hmm. with my mom too and in in communicating it was hard for me but i had to really sit in my own experience understand it and learn how to learn from it and walk out with the growth that i would allow myself to take and so how hard was that oh my god it was hard i think i can easily say probably one of the hardest experiences i have had to go through very very hard shout out to the covid growth yeah and and that's the thing too you know i made a video a monday motivation video for a platform that i really love shameless plug broke but make it bougie I mean, just an amazing platform, and I was so honored to be able to share some motivation. But in that video, which I hope you guys can go look, I really poured my heart onto it and really expressed everything that I learned from the season. And it, and I'm still learning because the season is still continuing. My season is not 
my season of this is not complete yet. I, I'm very confident in that. And so um, being able to take that experience, um, the ups and the downs, more so the downs, and use that to my advantage to be a better person, be a better woman, be stronger, and um, be more mightier in how I do things moving forward. I mean, if you allow yourself to grow during this time, I mean, imagine imagine what kind of person you'll be out mm-hmm. of this. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, you could use the time in prison to get swole, mm-hmm. or you can just leave prison with nothing. Yeah, and that's why I think, you know, when I saw all the stuff on Twitter about it being like super harsh on people, I think we have to have an approach of grace and gentleness towards ourselves, but also be real with ourselves and say, hey, I mean, you can feel and be sad, but you can't be sad forever. Mm-hmm. You can have your little time where you ex- where you experience and compound the things that you're yeah. going through, but then, okay, now what? What's next? Yeah. And that's what I had to do for myself. And when I, when I found myself in that place where I'm like, what's next, Naomi? It was just a breakthrough of, sure. of renewing where I could really be true to myself and find a greater peace and joy in the, my passions and the projects that I had, including this one that we were finally able to start. Um, and so in this time of being still and being with yourself, you're able to be more in tune with who you are and what you want. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm very grateful. Although this season is just, it's something else, I, I'm grateful for it. I'm, 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 10 years down the line, I'm going to look back at this and be like, wow. It was because of this season mm-hmm. and, the, and the experiences and the growth and, and the trials and tribulations that I've had to face and, and succeeded through that has made me the woman I am 10 years down amen. the line. Amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. That concludes our service no. for What a Time to Be a Life Church. Please uh, send your donations to and tithes to Work to the Wise. <laughs> Because uh, Pastor um, Naomi just killed that with that. So, I mean, yeah, it's a it's a process, period. Yeah. Very simply said, it's a process. It's not one or the other. It's it's a constant moving. The idea is to move forward. Though, yeah. Right? So, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, I think what's also crazy, too, is like there's also so much happening, like... Everywhere. Yeah, like on a, so many different levels, right? We have uh, this large social movement that we're witnessing, that we're a part of. The Black Lives. Black Lives Matter, Matter. movement. It, you know, it, it's a lot of the national conversation is moving away from it, but there's still a lot of grassroots stuff happening. What in, are, in local communities. Absolutely, absolutely. What are some ways that you are trying to sit in your blackness? Like for me, I think when my blackness is being challenged in this time, what I want to do is I like I need to be I need to double down in my blackness, right? Like what does that mean? That means playing extra loud rap music in the morning. That means wearing So clearly it's <laughs> different to in different ways for different people. But just like being more me, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like unapologetically me. I think mm-hmm. we're lucky now, like I live in a very black area, the DMV, but I'm from San Diego and it's a yeah, very I'm not used to that. Yeah, there's not a but there's a very, very small black population, right? So Shout out to the Mexican and Asian homies. They kept it down, 10 toes down. But a lot of times, especially as kids who went to school in the, in the suburbs, you had to tone down your blackness. And in, in a large extent, tone down who you were and are. And so living that in a time where you feel like it, there's even more pressure to kind of conform, that's where you want to double down and push it even further out. Mm-hmm. So 
just just doing things that like remind me of my blackness and how much I love my blackness and you know digging deep into the history digging talking to my friends about some of these things yeah a big conversation right now is black businesses yeah I was gonna say like for me how I'm doing that is really just pouring everything I have with the money that I have into black businesses and you know I just moved into a new place and I really invested in all of my art being from black. Like, I'm mm-hmm. really, like, especially when I get to a place where I'm really financially comfortable, I want to be able to really invest in black art. For and sure. so, with me being someone who loves interior design, I made sure to be uh, intentional in all of my um, creative pieces, uh, f- f- uh, photography pieces, they're all black owned. Mm-hmm. And I'm very grateful to have gotten the experience to research and connect. Some of these people I've connected with too and, and have their art. And going going above that too with my platform, I really mm-hmm. think it's so I important. For it. I think it's so important to share people's stories who are who are African American and my platform specifically is women of color because I think women of color stories, women's business black women's businesses, I mean black women in general are the most powerful people on this sure. earth. And so just, you know, being a black woman myself, the support so the support in the community is really how I am channeling in. Uh, and yeah, because you're a content creator, right? And so, like you're saying, like you have a, a platform to give other people a platform. Yeah, and that's the biggest reward that I can really ask for. Mm-hmm. It's just also, um, you know, after... after these women share their stories on my platform. It's not just a one and done thing. Like we keep in contact with each other, mm-hmm. and um, you know we brainstorm with each other, we form relationships with each other, and so you know although I'm reaching out to people and connecting with them and having them share their stories on my platform, I'm gaining relationships with these wonderful women. For sure. And for that, I'm I'm eternally grateful. It's a for. community thing, and that's what I really appreciate yeah. about your site. But I also want to claim there are men there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There so are don't some sh- don't shame my yeah. brothers. There's there some, some powerful men yeah. on there who's holding it down. Yeah. Because um, I know you have it kind of categorized in different aspects of your tagline, which is mm-hmm. living life, living mm-hmm. well. Yeah. And so there's some people who kind of um, sprinkled on there who are men. Shout out to the homies who made to the top of that. Um, yes. I think what I want to ask you a little bit more about was about being a black woman right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It always... It's always perceived as being a double negative, but I'm trying. I want to flip the script and say it's a double positive. Mm-hmm. Not only are you a woman, you're a black woman, yeah. right? You are the first woman, right? So, how is it like with with everything feeling like so compounded? Like it was already rough a week ago, but now it's like it feels, it feels like it just gets worse and worse. Yeah. And as a, one of the most marginalized, yet somehow the most educated and successful demographic, like where are you in this weird limbo? Yeah, I mean, it is hard being a black woman, but I'm also a black woman of faith. Touch. Therefore, whenever I struggle, whenever I have my hard times, whenever I feel like giving up, I turn to my God. And so, you know, I, I can't, I can't um, experience these things on my own or else I will crash. Mm-hmm. And um, being a black woman is hard. Being a black woman in America is hard. Um, but being a woman of faith, and me being a black woman of faith gives me the energy and the strength to keep going. Yes, God. And so uh, I take pride in, in knowing that I serve a God that 
gives me the strength and wisdom protection yes. to walk this yes. walk this earth. And I mean, I'm not trying to sound the, the like the past is not finished. I'm not come back to into sound the peace. Any type of way, but this is just my truth. I don't know. It's moving me. It's moving me. I <laughs> it's, want you to. It's my way. truth, and it's the truth. Yeah. Hallelujah. I mean, I think like it was right in the beginning where you know we we all experienced the news of George Floyd's murder which feels like and, oh my god how long ago now yeah and so Oof. being being a black woman in news it was really mm-hmm. really hard and on top of that dealing with covid and on top of that dealing with um the decisions of our wedding i mean i That's was there were days where i would just cry and thankfully i have i work with really good people who i was able to um really just be authentic with and and you have you know, a strong black male presence in your life who really just does life with you <laughs> and does it well yeah so. but um yeah and then in the beginning during that time oh my gosh just to be completely transparent it was that was that was so hard i i, I didn't know how i was going to make it to the next day when it comes to my mental state and my emotional state um and so yeah i mean my my God is my God, and He is who yes. He is, and therefore, you know, I and and I don't want to take away from the experience of being a black woman in America, because it is hard, regardless, no matter what, it is hard. For sure. But for me and how I journey, I get a greater peace in knowing that I am who I am. My skin color is who I am. My gender is who I am. But my faith, my faith, and and my walk, my my father, and my father who is God is the one who really is the focus of my identity. For sure, for sure. Yeah. You gotta have a stable foundation. Yeah. Because even when the, the waters come, huh, yeah. oof, you're about to get me started too. <laughs> but um, let's pivot a little bit, something a little bit more um, upbeat is. In this time, in all this free time we had, we've all been trying to find different coping coping mechanisms, mm-hmm. ways to kind of keep our minds alight, keep it kind of fresh, keep it kind of distracted. You have dug into the deep, dark web called TikTok. Oh, I mean, no, I haven't. Tell us about your child uh, fascination of how... Oh, I love babies, of course. Mm. But I mean, I'm not like crazy on TikTok. No, no, no. I love babies. I mean, you can shame me on that, whatever whatever you want, but I love babies. Tell us about some of your famous, your favorite babies that I have to keep seeing all the time. I mean, I don't know who they are. No, I don't know. The way you be said it <laughs> to me, you look like you got, a, you got a 10% stake in that, but, that I mean, that TikTok account. can be good and TikTok can be bad. I experienced the good. I, don't, I mean, clearly TikTok is underwater right now, but um, TikTok is great. And if you have good friends who are on TikTok, you just always send TikToks to them and you enjoy it. But you, You've been making TikTok, I mean, as a, as a digital... Um, yeah, but creative. I've calmed down now. I don't, I don't... It's a lot of effort. No, not even that. It's just, I don't want to be involved with TikTok now that it's... The feds are watching. <laughs> yeah. The feds are, we'll say it like that. But my content is wholesome, unique content. It's not like this crazy stuff. It's not like anti propaganda, take down the government. Because I don't know. I've seen a couple of hidden, very hidden words in the background no. that seem a little iffy. But, but I'll take your word for it. I mean, uh, but what I've been really engaging in to keep my mind off of things is um, reading. I'm reading. Um, for growth purposes, I'm reading The Meaning of Marriage by Timothy Keller. That's been wonderful. Mm-hmm. And we've both kind of been reading that. Shout but to t- in, TK. My, in my own reading, it's been so great. Um, I've been watching... I just finished Love Island. Ugh. So good. I, <laughs> I, I catch myself um, speaking like them. So lush. 
For those oh who watch, gosh. oh my god! Wait, gosh. which one do you watch? Because apparently there's different. Oh, UK different Love ones. Love Island UK. Shout out to those who put me on. Um, it's okay, I'm, you can I'm, drop. I'm a Luke T and Shani's <laughs> stan, as well as a Molly May and Tommy Fury stan. So if you haven't watched, DM me, message me, call me, whatever Ugh. the case, I will. And then delete her. No, I will steer you in the right direction. <laughs> but then to more really like intriguing content, because I mean Love Island is more of you know. That's not really doing anything for me, but it is great content. Um, you put me on Snowfall. Snowfall, yo, I love that. It's on show. Hulu. Yeah, it's a, it's a FX. Um, Shout out to FX. They really hold down with quality no. production. But yeah. you want to give a little background? No, you with... do it because you you were really good with it. That's you're the one who told me to watch it. So give them give them what you gave me. Yeah, you know, growing up in the West Coast, you know, you yeah, did one dab. Yeah, no. I mean, San Diego's right there. We, 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 we no, but I mean, West Coast, you, you have those ties. Oh, of course, of course. Mob ties till we die. You know what I'm saying? Ten toes down these streets. Shout out to the... No, no, they gotta be careful. I shout out. <laughs> almost went down the slippery slope. Yeah, let's but, be careful. <laughs> I'm saved, sanctified, and almost married, y'all. I can't be playing these streets no more. Yes. Like I said in one of my Instagram posts, I'm semi-retired from the streets. Okay. Okay. Well, let's, get, let's get on to Snowfall. I got five toes down, but not ten. Um, yeah, well, Snowfall is a story about how crack came into um, L.A. Or how it became really big through L.A. And how the, how the CIA, yes, the government, the United States government, CIA, was using the drug trade in South America in ways to help overthrow communism in South American countries. Mm. And so what they would do is they would help guerrilla... Oh, I don't want to give all the tea out because if y'all are going to watch it. Basically, it's a story about how three individuals, one Mexican-American, one Black-American, and one White American, one who works for CIA, one who's... Hey, man, you give it all the tea. Am I just giving the tea, tea out? Yeah. You, listen, you got to be too excited. This is my... I love I this show. I think just stop there. It's It's about the crack. It's about the crack. It's like the narcos, but... On the American, the American, yeah, local side, side for yeah. sure, for yeah. sure. But um, um, but yeah, so I've I've been enjoying that. And I'm not done with that yet, but it's been really good. Mm-hmm. Great acting, great cinematography. I would highly recommend watching that. For sure, I just finished watching Sopranos. Oh yeah, which is what like mixed feelings I, for. Yeah, I watched that when I was in Ethiopia, and yeah. it was so good. It's really, it's really good. But I'm like, and I think you, you I have to it? watch, but you have to watch it just because it's, um, what is the word? authentic no um it's like it's famous like you ha- it's oh one of yeah those it's shows notorious that, yeah it's, notorious, it's one of those shows sure. that you just have to watch like the wire you yeah, have to watch it for sure and and it's in the same vein of the wire so that's what kept me on but, but it's a lot of it's a, huh but but different it's different it's a lot of anti-blackness a lot of racism yeah. you're just like oh which i'm like yes stays true to who these people are but it's not i don't know it's just kind of bothers me so yeah. that's why i can't i can't be a full stand um, but it's still good though it is a great show it is a but great there's show there's just some iffy parts to it yeah and also I don't really rock with the main character like that like Tony Soprano Tony Soprano like he gets a lot of credit online and then now I'm watching it especially when they try to compare him to the to the man's in um, in The Wire like mm. who's a true like you know but yeah Tony Soprano I don't know my man's you got the juice though so I can't even be mad you the yeah, head. Yeah, he, he lived a very, so, very... But that was like was five, yeah. six seasons. I was like an hour long. Like, it was... I mean, you know, this was like in the late 80s, early... I'm saying late 90s, early 2000s. So, yeah. having that kind of perspective too is really interesting and cool. Mm-hmm. So, been, I just finished that, tapping into Silicon Valley, um, which is seems really interesting right now too. That's about like a tech tech startup in, in San Francisco. Shout out to JoJo for putting me on. 
Nice. But also TikTok, I've been I've been dibbling dabbling too. My my timeline looks you're, very but you're, different. But you're a ghost yours. follower. Are you a ghost user? Like uh, you're, definitely. You're, you're there, but you don't. Use I'm just it. here for a good time and not a long time. You know so, why? Yes. So I'm just there, just dibbling and dabbling, just watching black humor. Especially, I think like what's and this is how I kind of untitled what you were saying earlier. Like black creatives are undeniable. Oh, I tweeted that today. I tweeted that beatable. today. Or did you look at that? I did tweet look that. Look at how that works out. Yeah, I tweeted. Where is that tweet? Let me find it. But keep going. Oh, oh, I found it. I found it. I'm amazed at how many black women content creators there are and how they create with such excellence that I aspire towards. It's just beautiful. Yo, we are hilarious. We're creative. We are like, I'll be in tears, gasping. Like, oh, uh, the comedy, uh, yeah. Uh, but the quality, too. The quality of it, yeah. That's the thing. Like, that's what's like, oh my God. It's, yeah. It can be funny. It can be deep. It can be spiritual. For sure. But I mean, the quality. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a... I never even really saw it like that. That is an interesting perspective because I remember when you first made your first TikTok, you're like, oh, this takes so, so much hard, effort, yeah. so much time. Yet, what people are doing in 30 seconds, it seems like, no, nah, we can't do it. Um, but they're doing it, so shout out to y'all. Y'all have all this free time and you're holding it down. Black Twitter's still live in effect, so yeah. I'm getting my sources of sources of entertainment from that. And that goes back to my earlier point about doubling down on my blackness. But also, I'm just attracted to that kind of media, you know, so I'm attracted to that perspective, you know what I'm saying? Whether, whether it's, a, it's, a, it's a hood dude, whether it's a, it's a black nerd, whether it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just the, the the spectrum is just so amazing that you can always feed, uh, um, feed that part of you, right? Very true. And on a more serious note, um, you know, I mentioned earlier about how we have had to, you know, come to the decision about our wedding, and you know, alleged wedding. <laughs> so, what advice do you want to give to those who? Um, had to postpone or in the process of deciding to postpone um and those who are getting married next year like us like what what kind of advice especially because you had to kind of help me go through the emotions and the ride of everything like what sure. what do you, and this advice is for me as well like what what do you have the only reason i was so helpful is because technically i was legally married to someone else so no. i was trying to clear that up first and what <laughs> happened i was like thank you jesus <laughs> um yeah i mean i'm always the type of person who to have things with like an open hand mm. and so yeah for you the way was more symbolic but for me the marriage is more symbolic okay but some people don't and have I that hear, perspective I hear all my homies like oh Sam yes that's what happens when you get you a good one alright but, but, that's why you but alone. you know a lot of people don't what about like the wedding you know and the wedding planning of course yeah. we know the importance of the marriage mm-hmm. but you know the ins and outs of planning like what type of advice can you give them and encourage them in, in, in the process of them maybe being disappointed in how things are turning out to be and the hurt and the pain. Yeah. You know all that. If it's post, like you already got some some things in the works and the ball's moving and money's paid and invites her, like you're in that process, it is a big shock to the system because especially if you have some traction, it feels like someone just like hit the brakes on the train. Yeah. Right? It's like, um, this is a nerd reference, but there's a very funny picture of Superman holding this little boy as like the train like breaks behind him, mm-hmm. and it's always like, wow, Superman just let like destroy this whole train instead of just swooping up this little boy, and that kind of force is what we feel like is happening specifically for us. Like 
we, we planned way in advance. We got all these things locked in and, and solidified. And then it just like, it, it had a small momentum. We were hopeful, we were hopeful, we were hopeful. And then obviously we got smacked with the, the reality of the situation. But I think what was really helpful was having family and friends be there for us, be there for each other, mm-hmm. be there for yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You really have to take the larger picture. And it's a priority thing too. Like if you're prioritizing, like I want, like my thing is I don't care about a wedding. Then don't have a wedding and and, and you start need to that find journey. What's best for you. Exactly. Some yeah. people are like, listen, I got me the homie and the dude outside who can sign a certificate. <laughs> We're getting it done. Some yeah. other people are like, if I don't get flown in through Paris underneath some top ta- some tunnels. Good thing into, we're not like that. Uh, good thing I'm not like that. <laughs> but you have to always have everything with open heart, and this is really just a reflection of like it's a other. Life th- it's a, I was gonna yeah. say that it's a reflection of other things too, like. There's always going to be something that doesn't work out for you. Yeah. Right. And it's gonna hit you hard. It's not gonna be like, oh dang. You know what I'm saying? They don't yeah. they don't have they don't have this dipping sauce at Chick-fil-A no more, right? Like if it's like a life goal or life dream or something, especially especially if you plan and work towards, it can be overwhelming. And it, and that can be it is overwhelming. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about that. But it's a process is and, and you have to be gentle with yourself, gentle with the people around you. The reality is you think people are going to care more than they do. You know, they, especially in this, you know, environment, they have their own issues that they have to worry about. So you have to like really do some inward searching, lean onto God, lean onto your partner and do some things to get your mind off of it. Yeah, that, that's wonderful advice. And I agree to all of it. Keep strong. Um, and if you're listening and you are going through having to postpone your wedding or planning for next year, make sure to reach out to us. We want to be here for you guys. We want to pray for you guys. Um, and then we ask you guys to do the same for us, to pray for us and um, and just keep us in your hearts. Um, and wrapping up, I just want to make sure that we, we make a note to, you know, always make sure that you guys are checking in on your black friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Send them some money. <laughs> support your your friends support uh, black businesses make sure you're giving your coins to them not asking for discounts mm-hmm. make sure that you're uplifting your family and friends and um, be, be, in, be in tune and transparent with yourself as we journey on through this these crazy 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 times yeah. and also with us being Ethiopian Americans we're diaspora I just want to make sure that we keep our hearts and our prayers out for our Ethiopian community, uh, the diaspora is here. Their family, our our people in Ethiopia. You know, there's it's very very hard times right now. And um, all I can say in the most in the most respectful way is, and all, all I can really um, push for is that we just pray, that we pray, that we unite, uh, and that we move in love. And I think you can agree with that as well. Um, Thousand percent. Yeah. So. We're not gonna go into all the the deep depth, Social, deep parts of yeah. it. Yeah, I, I mean, at the end of the day, all I can say is I love my people. You love you love you love your people. I do. Um, and we just really want the best for our country. We want the best for the people, and we want us to remain united and strong. And so, whatever whatever you guys think, um, a na- as a nation, we can do to repair the pieces. Let us know. Let's talk about it. Um, and let's make sure that we we support each other in that. Of course. Yeah. For sure. Uh, we're just excited for this whole journey. So we're excited for this, our first episode. Thank you guys for coming on to this journey. We're excited to see the next few episodes. Make sure to follow us on our social media. You can find me on Instagram 
at Fresh Prince of Addis. Yes, that is Fresh Prince of Addis. I claim it. I own it. That's me. You've had that for a long time. I've had. I've been trying to get it on Twitter, but they playing with the with the little characters. And you can follow me at Naomi Ye. N A O M as in Mary E Y E E. That's on Instagram and on Twitter. Yeah. But yeah, we're open to. Um, conversations. We're open to people connecting with us. For sure. Send us um, some thoughts. Send yeah. us some feedback. People to join us on these conversations mm. as well. Uh, we really just want to bridge and bridge a community together. For sure. This um, is for the people, their, by the people. Yeah, and I think that you know we can only go so far in, in, in our in our experiences and the wisdom that we get from that and bringing in people who we admire and inspire that inspire us. Um, bringing those people into the conversations can be super beneficial and super fruitful. So, yeah, I mean, reach out to us uh, and, and let's connect. Let's do it. Till next time, y'all, this is Word to the Wise, the podcast. I am your host, Ebenezer Tadella, and she is... Naomi Safer. Till next time. Bye. Yes, I know I lean not for good, though. Same way you could diss, but you wouldn't, though. You know good and well that I'm booted up, turned up, piped up. I'm back, baby, where the love? Where the love at? I'm back, baby, where the love? Where the love at? I'm back, baby, where the love? Booted up, turned up, piped up. I'm back, baby, where the love? Where the love at? I'm back, baby, where the love? Where the love?